Welcome to the Verbosity Podcast where we discover Jesus in our everyday lives. Join us on our journey as we share our stories and lives with you. And on to this week's episode. Thank you for joining us today on Verbosity. We're four friends who attend Southie Free here in Calgary. Welcome from Ashley, Randy, Keith, and Ren. So starting this episode, we're jumping into our mini-series of Jesus in the Modern World. Each episode, we're planning to dive into a different aspect of the world where we can explore what it might look like if Jesus lived in current times. So we hope you'll enjoy the dive with us, and please let us know on Facebook or email us at verbosity.yyc at gmail.com if you have any questions or anything you'd like us to discuss. Now, first things first... One of the big things now are Netflix accounts, Disney Plus accounts. Do you guys think that Jesus, if he lived in the here and now, would have one of these accounts? Would he have all of them? Would he have some of them? And would he share these accounts? I feel like he would have a Disney account because it's the most family friendly and he'll be friends with all the little children. Oh, I'm going to go a totally different direction. Uh, well, I think he's still going to have a Disney account, but that's because it has the most National Geographic content. So I feel like he's an outdoorsman, so he's going to watch all those things. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think he'd have any of those accounts, but I don't think he'd be opposed to other people having them. Okay. I, I, the hostess or the yes. person who hosts the movie nights for all the children. And that would require a Disney account. <laughs> I don't think he'd have well, one either, but let's let's say he had to have one, then it would be Disney. If he had no, to have one. I don't think so. Oh boy, okay. So so Ren and Keith, you think that Jesus would have one? Now, if he had one, would he sh- be the one to share his password though, so that other people can have access? Or is he like the Nope, I, I'm paying for this, so everybody needs to pay for their own account. I think, I don't know, I feel like in the scripture, he kind of does his own thing and decides when he wants to rest and stuff, so I think he wouldn't share his password. But that's that's not because he wouldn't want to, it's just because I think he'd just kind of do whatever he wants in his own time, so yeah. I think he wouldn't because <laughs> wrong. Technically, <laughs> that is wrong, but... Guys, Pastor Randy, he still had to grow up as, you know, before he became the Jesus that went around with the disciples and led these massive groups, he was still a teenager or a kid at a certain point. Would he not have any of these accounts back when he was a kid? I don't think he would. I I think the one thing that I find so inviting about Jesus is that his form of entertainment um, was things that he saw in creation or in people or where, where I think we, we rob ourselves of uh, real-life environments. Um, so I think even as a child and as a teenager, uh, I think Jesus would be more involved in being out in creation or being with people uh, or maybe making something with his hands. Um, I just somehow don't see Jesus sitting around watching TV. So coming up with this episode, something I was looking at is obviously scripture. And it's really rare to see Jesus kind of like doing something else in his ministry. So I'm wondering, what do you guys think? Like, do you think that 
even in the current times, he would be, let's just say, doing a leisurely hike, or he would be, I don't know, playing soccer outside or something. Or do you think it'll just be his rest? Be his what? Sorry. Like, would he just be resting, or would he pretty much be like entertaining himself? That that's a good question because I, oh, I didn't really think too much about what Jesus would do if he didn't have some of these things. But I think he definitely would be like out in the mountains. He would be going camping with friends, things that allowed him to connect with people. But that but that leads back to the fact, though, Keith, if a majority of our population is watching Netflix, watching movies, reading books and doing things that are, you know, like bestseller list. How would Jesus connect with those people if he didn't watch Netflix or see, you know, at least know what was going on? How would he understand popular culture without having some of these accounts? I don't think Jesus had any problem understanding the culture of his day. Um, he grew up in a Jewish family. He understood um, the people around him. I think if he lived today, I think Jesus um, Jesus wouldn't be restricted to understanding people in the context of their culture. Um, and, and especially the entertainment culture. Somehow, I think that somebody may make a wise statement that, or a statement they see as wise from some author that they've read from or a movie they saw or whatever, or a documentary. And Jesus somehow would have a question or a comment that just made them go, wow, I, I never even thought of that. So he would, he would kind of go beyond that, the entertainment, um, without without putting entertainment down. Like I said, I don't even think Jesus would have a problem if his disciples had, had these accounts and, <laughs> and, and these kinds of things. I just don't see Jesus as one who would spend his time in front of a screen doing yeah. these kinds of things. I think he, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I just kind of think he, his, his entertainment would go deeper than that. I, I actually think that, yeah, I, I don't know the, 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 just a feeling thing, but I feel like Jesus would understand our culture. He would understand things like how media is being played. He would understand how news is being played. He would understand how even sports is a big part of like all of our lives. He might not necessarily be entrenched in it. So he might not know necessarily, you know, for example, like sports is an exa like example. He might not know like the specific teams, but he would know, for example, maybe in certain cities that this is something important or something prominent. And that's maybe to the extent to which he might be knowledgeable to. I don't necessarily see him like a, like, like a hockey game or something, but you know it exists because that's what yeah. the culture is. Yeah. Like, I don't think he would be the most popular guy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he doesn't need to know all the shows and the stuff because mm. even on his time here, um, he kind of had a close-knit circle of people who followed him um, and he kind of went around there, but he wasn't that, he wasn't that, I guess like his personality wasn't that like big or like, um, he wasn't the guy Jesus at the party wasn't fun. who like <laughs> went around 
and you know was a life of the party and stuff like that so maybe he didn't yeah so maybe he wouldn't need to know all the trendy shows in the top 10 on netflix and stuff like that he would be the guy at the climbing gym who sits by himself and stares at the wall <laughs> oh i so disagree with you ren to do I what what would he do i think he'd get into climbing i think oh, he'd I be would. into i think he'd be into that kind of stuff big time and i think you know when he sat down later he'd bring in something that happened or someone did and i'm not even saying that he would never watch a movie or anything like that i just think at the end of it jesus would ask something that would would bring in the person to a level of deeper you know deep, a deeper thought than just sitting and absorbing he would say so you know you watch this movie and and the big question that was throughout the movie was this what, do you, what how would you answer that or you know kind of bring in a kingdom principle and 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 you know I, I I struggle with the idea of Jesus being popular or not popular because I don't think he would be popular in the common sense as we think of popularity as in famous or you know super talented or whatever but we must never forget that he was followed by crowds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there was there was a popularity actually something I find very I, I I don't know if you want to touch upon this, but it was easy in scripture for him to remove himself from society. Like he would go on a boat or he would decide to go, like he would pick up his disciples and say, we're going to their town. Like we're, we're not here anymore. I wonder if that'd be that easy in today's world. Like he's going to be followed by downtowns of people. He can't just, let's say, let's say he's in Calgary. He can't just walk to Bev and just stay there without anybody like following. He's gonna, <laughs> there's going to be people around him all the time, like in our days. Like everyone's gonna know where he is. He'd have to go uh, like into the back country at that point. <laughs> and even so, there might be like twelve. There might be twelve or thirteen people chilling at the back country camp, and then suddenly Jesus shows up. And you know, uh, what time of day did Jesus usually try to be alone? I feel like I just got sprung into a pop quiz by Pastor Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but but he chose to be alone at the earliest of morning, in the mm-hmm. earliest of the morning. In other words, before people became active, I, I think, you know, he had the day I was awake and at four or 4.30 and the sun was just coming up. And somehow I think that was the time that Jesus would say, this is quiet time, this is alone time. And, you, you know, somehow he would, he would find that time be, because he knew that the rest of his day was gonna be busy with. It was gonna be packed. Yeah, doing miracles making you know water from wine all those kinds of good things so randy you touched on a point that i i want to expand on you were saying that jesus wouldn't have these accounts streaming accounts um or you don't think he would but you think he'd be okay with his apostles or followers having them because he wasn't going to be like no you can't do this now from what little i know um, in the history of the Christian church, we have kind of come out to conten- condemn certain forms of entertainment that have been fairly controversial, let's say. So, for example, for a while, it was rock and roll music. Um, when I was growing up, <laughs> it was the Harry Potter series because it was about witches and wizards. And 
now even TV series. So things like maybe Lucifer or mm-hmm. Too Hot to Handle on Netflix or The Bachelor or The Bachelorette um, to the dismay of some of our congregational members, maybe. Worse than, worse than <laughs> so, so do you think that there are things that we should be avoiding? Like we're not talking about things that are definitely wrong, right? But sure. But things that are kind of more gray zones, things that erode into our thinking or may affect our thinking and color the lenses that we maybe even interpret scripture are there things we should avoid and and where do we draw the line if jesus was not being like you can't have netflix do you want do you want the big (laughs) i want to hear all the thoughts first like how do we come up with (laughs) this big answer (laughs) ren what do you think uh, I want I want the big answer. <laughs> yeah, I want the big I answer too. Hear the big answer before I say what I'm thinking is wrong. But I'm giving the big answer, and then we can yeah, give right. the big answer, right? What? Because honestly, I would think Jesus would say what Paul uh, used as, in, was the saying of the day, but he used to the Corinthian church, and he said everything is permissible but not everything is beneficial. And to me, it, it, it's kind of like Jesus wouldn't condemn people for having Netflix, but I think he would always be enticing people with questions and challenges that would, that would want people to make more of their life, to, to, to do something with their life and their time that was more beneficial to themselves to those around them, that wasn't a big burden and hard work and things like that, but but something that brought way more um, purpose or or even refreshment into a person's life um, than being in front of the TV. I'm not saying I've mastered this. I'm just saying, I, I think Jesus would say to me, if we went for a walk, he'd say, you know, it's, it's okay to have that, Randy, but you know what? Is, is it really all that beneficial? Is, is it really doing for your life what you hope it would do? And I'd say, but, oh, you know, I'm watching Superstore for the third time right now, and, and I, which I am, and, and I'm getting things out, you know, and he'd kind of go, well, go ahead. I mean, knock yourself out. <laughs> I don't think he'd use those words. But in essence, he'd be saying, go ahead, but are you not mm. really missing out? I feel like Jesus approaches this idea of Netflix and all these shows with like such a bigger perspective of time because he understands that he's here for a certain amount of time for a purpose and this is something like I I get lost in the everyday so easily versus like the bigger picture and I I just love watching shows like Superstore or whatnot that just give me like it's like for the for this half an hour I don't want to be better I don't want to do <laughs> I just want to sit here and like pause or take a break so I feel like if I had that same perspective which is something I think we strive to do then it would be looked at differently but yeah day to day I have moments where I'm like I'm not going to do anything valuable today <laughs> and I accept that so that's my Netflix days. 
the ones where you just binge watch yeah your weekend i watched an entire show not an episode i watched an entire season of an episode on Saturday. It was okay. What was it? Panic. Uh, oh my god! Off of TikTok. I just, yeah. <laughs> I really want me and Jesus to be friends, but he might not talk to me on Saturdays. He might just shake his head, <laughs> and you might just hide yourself and make sure you don't cross Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and avoid the topic of Saturdays. I think you're right, though. I feel like I, I at first I was thinking maybe Jesus would draw hard lines and say, can't do this, can't do that. But I do think that, yeah, just hearing from you guys, he'd probably be more of the you need to make that choice. And it's like, I'm here. I'm going to inspire. But like at the end of the day, right, like like Paul said, yeah, these things are permissible, They're not beneficial, but you can do them. And I don't think I think thinking about what you guys are saying, I do think that Jesus would be wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, I'm going to come to your house and like. I don't know, throw your computer away or like, I'm going to like smash your keyboard on like my knee or something, but he might be, he might be more approaching it of like, you know, you can do that, but they were better, like not necessarily as a parent, but it's just as an eternal perspective more. And I don't know, um, I, same, same thing. Like Ren, I feel like if I heard that, I'd be like, Oh, <laughs> might be some days I'm like, I don't want to hear that message yet. <laughs> Feeling a little guilty there. Keith. A bit, a bit. <laughs> he would, uh, he would be the friend who doesn't tell you what to do, but constantly tells you why you should yeah. why you should do it. So that one day he just hopes you'll make the yeah. right decision. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. Um, I mean, I am definitely not above binging whole seasons of <laughs> shows. I think my record was five seasons in like a month and a half I want to say of Criminal oh, Minds and oh, that, that was back in university and it was both really good and really scary at the same time because as I'm binging these five seasons obviously they're all about like criminals and like a lot of them are about serial serial killers and whatnot and so I started being super paranoid like I would be going home from university station and I'm looking over my shoulder the entire time. Every time I turn a corner, I'm worried that I'm going to get kidnapped or, you know, whatever else could potentially happen that was bad was likely to happen to me. And so <laughs> as I'm binging these things, um, I realize that it starts to really color the way that I think and the way that I perceive or interpret my surroundings. Because obviously we don't just have serial killers like every right. other block, right? Like I'm not saying that we don't have criminals, but not to the point where I should be paranoid all the time. Um, so I guess then for you guys, how do you find that sometimes when you're immersed and you're escaping from reality into whether what it's what you're reading or what you're watching, do you find that it colors the way that you interpret scripture or even the way that you talk to God in your prayer life? That's a really good question. Uh, one that I'm not sure how to answer. And, and that's not necessarily a good thing because I think what I do is 
is um, when I am involved in watching entertainment um, or even listening to music um, or whatever the case would be that that is from a secular form, um, I, I, I look at it kind of as a time, like kind of what Ren was saying, to check out. I, I don't, I, it's a time I really don't want to be deep. I, I, I don't want to be thinking on every moment and what is, am I making the most of my life and all that kind of stuff, just because I feel um, there are times that I just feel overload and I need something other than sleep and working out where the word we use is I can just fetch. I'm not saying that's right, but it's, it's what I need to do, what I feel I just need to veg. And, uh, but the question that I can hear Jesus saying is, is saying, do you need to veg? <laughs> or, or is it more something you have built into your life or want to do? And then, then I, yeah. I don't think he'd say any more. I think the question would be enough. It would, you know... But, but again, you know, I, I, I don't think Jesus mm, wants mm, to mm. the guilt trip on us. I just don't think he wants to see us, because he loves us, waste waste time. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think for me, what I've noticed, and, and it doesn't necessarily distort kind of like my walk with God, but I think it distorts the the amount of times I want to go back to God in times where I do I do want to escape, right? It's like I know that if I just open the TV and I watch, for example, Top Gear, which I love because they're also happy and they're also sarcastic and they're also yada, yada, yada. And I love that, right? Well, in those times where I could probably, not necessarily just use my time better, but probably find comfort in prayer because I need it. I decide not to because I decide to escape my feelings in watching these three guys yell at each other and be sarcastic about cards with each other. Um, and, 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 and it's that gratification after I'm like oh man it feels I didn't I didn't have to think about how stressful my day was because I'm watching this thing and then it just the next time I'm like uh I could think about it or I could just go back to this like loop and not most of the time but sometimes I go back to that loop and it just feeds into that so but I mean I I do think sometimes Jesus might look at that and be like are you serious <laughs> I'll be like yeah sorry man <laughs> I uh, I think it'd be so interesting to talk to him about if he was here. Yeah. I, um, I think when I think of me and like why, I, I like I honestly don't think it affects how I interact with God or like, yeah, or how I interpret it. Um, scripture and stuff like that. I honestly do look at it as like a break from like reality. And ironically, I think a part of it is like, I don't always find it to be a break when I like do, when I do things for church or when I serve or when I like um, purposefully read a Christian book. Like I always, I don't, I don't think it's very relaxing, nor is it a break. And I think part of that is because like, there's something conflicting in my mind that's saying I'm not doing enough or I'm not prioritizing the right things, or I'm not serving in the right area. 
I'm just not doing enough. And because of the fact that it's like in the back of my mind that I'm not doing enough, I just need to take a break and like watch something and enter someone else's reality so that I don't have those issues with like, I don't, I, I guess I don't have those feelings of guilt or like prioritization thoughts like in my mind anymore. And therefore it's a break. But then I think that is a wrong way of thinking, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to realize why I, I look at TV as a break. I think that's why. Um, and it's always like a happy ending for me. Like the shows I watch, I don't know how you watch Criminal Minds five seasons in like one month. Yeah. I really die. I've been watching like Gilmore Girls. Like it's such a happy, feel good show and like when rory graduated i cried i like Spoiler. i was so Spoiler. proud of her graduation it was like i was a part of her family and it just when you <laughs> shows, it's just like happy and like you can almost guarantee a happy ending so yeah i think that's why for me these shows are a break but then if i was watching criminal minds i think i would <laughs> yeah i feel like watching five season criminal minds actually is would maybe mess me up a bit. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks, like, who would get messed up with five seasons of Criminal Minds, because it, it was it was maybe a little bit too heavy for my, for my psyche. That's okay. That's I would okay. never look in my rear view mirror again yeah. when I cry. Or, like, ever close my lights. <laughs> the jump scares that you get with the rear view mirror shots, right? Yep. 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 I don't know if you guys are the same way though. So for me, I think part of why um, this is a struggle for me is that when I get immersed into something, it's constantly on my mind, right? Like if I'm in the middle of watching Criminal Minds, I'm thinking about what what I've seen. I'm thinking about um, what might happen next or what could be the next episode. Um, And it takes up a lot of my time and it takes up a lot of my thoughts even when I'm not actually watching. And I think that's what gets me thinking about how it also can affect other parts of my life because that's just partially who I am. Um, So when I'm really immersed into something, I'm very into something to a lot of, to the point where a lot of times I actually have to stop and completely cut myself off because I'm like this is taking up too much of my life and I can't do that anymore well, but that you know as, yeah so like we, we talked about how we're all different personalities so are you do you guys get that immersed or are you actually just like in that 30 minutes that's it I, I was just gonna say um yeah, there's definitely more than five seasons of Criminal Minds. So I was like, something happened at the one <laughs> Yeah. She finally realized Sorry. it was too much. Continue. Are you guys like that? Oh, no, no. I finished all the seasons. I just, I caught up. You know, I, I, I speak for myself when I watch TV. I really do watch shows that when I turn it off, it's pretty well gone out of my mind. Um, I, I guess because in my profession, I deal with a lot of people and serious stuff and dealing with, you know, family and friends on top of that. And then just dealing with my own stuff that's serious sometimes. I think I just look for something that I don't, I don't want to 
add more pressure to myself. Uh, if, if I watch a movie, um, there's, the, I mean, I'll, I'll watch, you know, I, I, I watch some movies that maybe have a lot of violence and a language that, uh, you know, is certainly unfitting. Um, and if at the end of the show, I Ooh. feel like swearing or slamming something, well, what I'm saying is what we watch really affects our emotions. And so I want, if I'm going to watch TV, I want to be able to turn it off mm. and it's kind of gone. Like it's kind of like a, a no brainer type thing. And I've actually had a release from stress, from anxiety, um, those kinds of things. If it creates more anxiety in my life and stress, then it's, 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 a, it's not the right form of anxiety. Uh, my last word is kind of something I, something I use as a goal to attain to. Does that make sense? So I'm not here, but it's a goal to attain to. It's kind of, you know, I think Paul had more to say about this than Jesus did, really. Because he said, you know, just in life in general, whatever's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, any, anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And he, he says this in the context of having peace. And I, I kind of think, if I watch something and all that does is make me angry or afraid or vengeful or hateful, then yeah. I've kind of missed, I've, I've missed something. It's, it's, it's taking away from my, from a, a, a level of peace that I want to attain instead of adding to it. Nice. So I'm on the right track. Gilmore girl. <laughs> yeah, happy things. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of Criminal Minds. Just impair yourself. What do you think? Yeah. I like, I okay. really like. Have, just quick question. And maybe, maybe we won't put this in <laughs> this podcast, but I, I'm really, because you, I think it's number one or number two on Netflix. And it's the whole Ren? Lucifer series. Ren? I've never seen an episode I really of Lucifer. I really enjoy Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> Because my understanding of the show, as I read it, is he really he's the is devil. Yep. Satan, but he's kind of like a good Satan and and rescues people and stops crimes and things like that. It's is that the misunderstood scene. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. He got in a fight with his dad, and then his dad banished him to hell. Uh, but it was like, like not. It's not biblical at all. It doesn't follow anything that the Bible says. It's more like you can bring God in in this recent like uh, season. Ash, are you all caught up? I'm not caught up. Henry was telling me about it. Okay, but yeah, I won't say anything. But they pretty much try and humanize God. So every time they ask him, yeah. like, oh, um, like they ask him for like explanations, and he's like, you will know in time, or like all oh, these like super vague. <laughs> enjoy it but i i don't chase that one like i used to chase criminal minds <laughs> okay yeah. uh, are you gonna start watching i don't know i i can't get 
past the idea that it's called Lucifer. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's a right or a wrong thing. That's so a little block there, something right? there that's yeah. like a brick wall to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But now that you guys think it's <laughs> wholesome, maybe I will. I'm not sure about wholesome. <laughs> and there's definitely some like really sketchy things in I'm there. Kidding. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like yeah. Game of Thrones also had some very sketchy. It's very popular. Sketchy. Yeah, Game of Thrones has been weird. Stuff. Any 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 yeah. form of secular entertainment will have times that I call our cringeworthy moments for a Christian. They just See, they just are. And... See, what about things? Because I was thinking about that, right? Because like it's Lucifer and Game of Thrones. These like they they portrayed the more I'm gonna say negative side of like spirituality. What about things like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, where there are aspects of spirituality, aspects that might, I don't want to say point to God, but it has that, but it's yeah. not negative Just necessarily. Yeah. I was reading a Christian book today, and it referred yeah. to Lord of the Rings and certain things, uh, and I've never even seen the Lord so of the Rings. So did you know that Lewis and J.R.L. Tolkien are best friends? Friends, and they just met up talked about right jr token and who are like besties just these two brilliant people who wrote these like crazy books and they just met up at a pub like on week on a couple weeknights and talked about it like i'm sure c.s lewis rubbed off with the lord of the rings just like a little probably but that's the thing right i'm pretty sure treebeard is modeled after c.s lewis Oh Tree no! Beard, you gotta watch characters the in the Lord of the. Yeah. <laughs> one of the characters in Lord of the Rings is actually modeled after C.S. Lewis. I'm quite sure. He's a giant tree. Okay. Okay. And but, but I was that's... I was under the impression though that um, that Aragorn, the king of Gondor, was also supposed to be um, a representation of Christ in the story. Oh, that would make sense. <laughs> He's got the hairdo. No, I'm kidding. Jesus doesn't have the hairdo. He's got the hairdo. <laughs> I'm talking books, Keith. I know, I know. <laughs> oh boy, that's awesome. But I think I think the conclusion that we that we really came to is that Jesus seems to be the one who's not going to be vegging in front of a screen. Probably not with video games and not with binge watching Netflix and Lucifer and whatnot. <laughs> um, but he would be bringing up some really good questions about what we do with our time, and that's probably more important for him than if we own a Netflix account or not, or even if we're re- reading Christian books versus secular books. Yeah. Really, he would inspire us. It's- you know, I I. Here's maybe a, a concluding thought that that I that I that I, again something into, I'm striving towards attaining to. Remember what Jesus said um, when he was talking about worry, and and his first of all he said do not. So worry wasn't something that we're to be doing. Um, but towards that he said seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. In other words, in everything you do, somehow make it. A priority in your yeah. life to include yeah. this, yeah. not to exclude it. And coming back to the idea, not not 
you know, everything is beneficial. Do everything is want. permissible, but not beneficial, not Randy. Every, every, rather, <laughs> everything is per permissible, not everything is beneficial. Yeah. So anyways, it's been a great chat and gives us lots of food yeah. to think on. And honestly, that? for anybody who's listening, if you guys have thoughts or if you completely disagree with one of us, we would love to hear and we would want to know if you think Randy is completely wrong or if you think Keith should really think about some other aspects or Ren needs to consider Gilmore Girls, <laughs> reconsider Gilmore Girls or something, please let us know. Send us a message on Facebook or email us at verbosity.yyc at gmail.com. We'd love to hear anything um, that you want to say and we would also love if you would give us some constructive feedback because we're all still quite new that new at this so thanks everyone for listening it's ashley keith randy and red have a great night see you later <laughs>